So we're back. It's been a long time between Fried Chicken and Horror. Thank you for joining us, loyal listeners and newcomers. This is the Little Pot of Horrors. I'm Chris, and I'm joined by Crab. Hello. And Candy. Hello. Your levels are looking good. As you can hear, we're all in hi-fi again. Not panned left or right, but central. It's all sounding crystal clear. A lot has happened since our last outing. There's been ball tampering, the US has bombed Syria, and apparently Mini-Me had a suicide pack with a beachy. All breaking headlines. Jesus but tonight, Christ. we are going to be focusing on... Sorry about doing gags. About women in horror. How do you feel about that, Candy? I'm ready. We've actually <laughs> been preparing for this since um, Women in Horror Month in February. So we've gotten away. We've watched quite a few films that we feel represents uh, women in horror. But it, it, it's worth noting before we get started, Crab, that 52% of moviegoers are actually women. Seems majority. low. Seems low. I go on Wednesday, on Monday mornings and they're all women, about 80 years old, and they breathe loudly. And do they mutter at the screen and make comments? Yeah. <laughs> and that's Nova, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Over the years, only one woman has ever won the Best Direction for the Academy Award, and that was Catherine Bigelow. That was for The Hurt Locker. Candy, did you see The Hurt Locker? Yep, I did. We're going to be talking about Bigelow a little bit later with one of uh, the seminal classics, but obviously this year we had Greta Gerwig nominated for an Academy Award for, what was that film? Lady Bird. What did you think, Crab? I really liked Lady Bird. In fact, I'd like to talk about Lady Bird a bit later on. Does that fit into the horror genre? <laughs> yeah, just you wait. It was a worthy <laughs> nominee. It probably should have been nominated for Best Screenplay too. I reckon it was one of the Best Screenplays of the year. Was it not? I think it was just nominated for Best Film, but uh, Best Direction or Best Film. Oh, interesting. But I could be wrong. Okay, despite it being an uphill climb behind the scenes for women, we've seen that there's a bit of a rise uh, behind the scenes in horror. And we're going to be talking about that a little bit further. A recent study by the Gina Davis Institute has found, however, that when women identify with those people on screen, they're motivated and they become much more ambitious. But as we know, a horror has a long history of victimising women, um, having them scream, having them run across screen with their breasts exposed. But there seems to be a lot more going on uh, in horror film these days. Not only are women victims, but they're also heroines and saviours and even the protagonists, and, and also the monsters at times now. So that's uh, quite an interesting discussion that we'll save uh, for some of the films also. We're also going to be applying the Bechtel test to the films, which was developed in 1985, and that was a feminist theory that has three criteria. The first being that a film must feature at least two women. Those women, uh, secondly, should talk to each other. And finally, they should talk about something other than men. Isn't that amazing that that's a thing? It sounds like yeah. a very simple criteria, But it, it sounds like it shouldn't have to be a thing, you know? So many films fail. Exactly, which is why it's sad that it's a thing. The New Yorker has a wonderful test on their website where you can look at uh, past nominations from the Academy Awards to see if they've passed or mm. failed, and many do come up a little bit short. So we'll be applying that to the films. We'll also be doing our six-star rating system. (laughs) But without any further ado, we're going to be talking about Anai 
Elation. 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 <laughs> which was directed by Alex Garland and it was released earlier this year via Netflix. Now, Alex Garland was responsible for Ex Machina and he was the writer of 28 Days Later, Sunshine and Dread, which many of our listeners are probably familiar with. Now, this film features a crack team of female scientists who enter a seemingly paranormal confine that is consuming the landscape. And what do they find? Well, they find a number of hybrid species, a palette of blended hues, and the human psyche's inability to adapt to change. Can you describe its form? No. Start from the beginning. What do you think I do when you're away? You think I'm out in the garden, pining, looking up at the sky? <laughs> Why aren't you here? I gotta leave a day early. Your husband's here. Let me see him. He's extremely ill. You have to tell me where he was, what he was doing. It was his decision to go in. It's something they termed the shimmer. We've sent in drones and teams of people, but nothing comes back. But something has. You're a biologist. You served in the military. If I knew what happened, I could save his life. The boundary's getting bigger, it's expanding. We're talking cities, states. You need to know what's inside. So do I. It's beautiful. Check this out. It's like they're stuck in a continuous mutation. Anything interesting in there? No. Sharks have teeth like that. It's not possible. You can't crossbreed different species. What is it? The soldiers on the last expedition. They went crazy. Or something in here killed them. Something's come through the fence. Through the fence? We have to go back. I can't go back. We can camp here tonight. It's destroying everything. It's not destroying. It's making something new. Candy. Yes. Annihilation. But, well, I stumbled across this. It kind of, I think it had, um, sailed on the tailwind a little bit of Stranger Things. The, the marketing for this kind of gave it this impression that it was similar to, to Stranger Things on Netflix, which has obviously been really popular and, and I think everyone enjoyed. So I sort of stumbled across this. Um, I knew nothing about it other than the very short preview that I saw and thought, I'll give this a go. I didn't know that it was falling into this territory of being maybe feminism or feminist horror or something. I don't know if, I, if that's a term or not. Um, until I just happened to realise that all of the protagonists, all the the scientists in this film just happen to be women. Um, and then there's this shot, obviously, where they're sort of walking towards whatever it is, what are they called, the shimmer or something? Shimmer. Yeah, this, this weird um, 
I don't know, I don't even know how to explain it, but this weird part of the of America where it's all shimmery. And then they walk <laughs> to it and there's this great image shot of the four women sort of bravely marching towards it. It did make me think of Ghostbusters, the oh, yeah. remake, and the backlash that came with that film when it was announced that they were remaking or rebooting Ghostbusters with women. I think that's what... Um, kind of forced IMDB to abolish their comment bank because some of the hatred was just putrid that people just couldn't imagine seeing their favourite characters in female form. <laughs> it's, I mean, people are just nuts. But, uh, I mean, that's the... I, did the, I had the same feeling. It's funny you said that because I did... Uh, they kind of looked like the Ghostbusters. And the, the, even the actors playing the roles, I thought... You know, it looked a little bit like the the remake of the Ghostbusters, and that scene where they're walking off and they've all got their packs and um, machine guns and whatnot, and sort of like walking into this place. I did think the same thing. It's like, are these the Ghostbusters or something? It does abolish gender stereotypes, though. Crap! It has characters that are anthropologists that have served in the military, so it's got these figures that um, predominantly would be male, male. characters. Exactly. Yeah. So they've directly gone out of their way to establish characters like that. But, Crab, what did you think about it as a, as a film? Um, I thought... I really liked... The first hour, I was completely into it. I loved it. And then it got really sci-fi, and I hate sci-fi. <laughs> and it's not relatable. It started losing its shit. I, I was just like, this is dumb. Like, the scariest part was when real animals attacked real people. Well, they um, were real animals, but they were sort of weird versions. Yeah, they were cloned animals. Yeah, but I kind of I liked the concept. Like it was a, um, what it was a, a statement on nature and how um, science is is it not necessarily a bad thing, but it can do bad things. Well, yeah, and that's where a lot of the discussion, especially online, about this film comes from, is that. You know, the influence of nature and the fact that it doesn't mean to do harm. It's That's mm. just, it's an or- yeah. organic process. So, there's not really a big baddie in this film. It's basically just the environment that they've entered. And to move away from that kind of, uh, I guess, Ghostbusters analogy, they came out and said that this film was too intelligent. They said it was yeah. too smart for a broad audience and that's why they dumped it on Netflix. And so Alex Garland was obviously unhappy with that and he thought, you know what, I wanted to reach a bigger audience or I wanted to have it play on bigger screens. I don't think it's that clever, no. to be honest. I think really looking into that side of things, the science, the genetic mutations, the DNA transfers, I think that doesn't save this film. Do you think that's just an easy way out of saying you have female characters that are intelligent and have fancy jobs and people won't relate to that? No, I think that the the comment of the film, being a sci-fi, generally there's a there's a something at the heart of a sci-fi. And I'm not sure that this film delivers it that well. I think the plot is very basic. But upon reading it and interpreting it, a lot of people have come out and said that, you know, that this is the shimmer's in fact representative of cancer. It's oh. not evil, but it can act as a tumor. And they've spoken about how being absorbed by that can change your psyche, and it's very hard to adapt to that. So a lot of people have placed a kind of emphasis on that, which gives it a little bit more meaning. Dr. Adam Rutherford was kind of the dude that was an advisor on this film, and he has come out and said that's what they were aiming to do. Oh. Basically look at nature and how... 
doesn't have any intent or consciousness but can ultimately fuck with us so mm. when you talk about things like that it's like fuck this film sounds cool mm. and then you watch it and then <laughs> all of a sudden you know natalie portman's fucking dancing with a basically a copycat version of herself oh. for 20 minutes. That was weird, the end. But, like, that bear was cool. Oh, the animals were cool. There's lots of good parts in this movie. But overall... But as an overall movie, it's not super good. No. Nah. And and the end the end becomes a little bit too, like, interstellar. If you've seen that film, Interstellar, where you just, at the end, you're just like, just, just die, Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> Matthew McConaughey is a genius. But you know, anyone that dances naked with a bongo... <laughs> And has the police arrive is is a, is yeah. a legend in my but I mean, you think that, that your soul that, I'm just talking about that film, that Interstellar film, because at the end I was just like, this is going on for too long. And Interstellar, I mean, what was this? Annihilation was the same. So it's like, all right, that's you, you. You had me, but now you kind of, you know, lost me a little bit but, at the end. But and I then I finished, and I was like, oh, okay. I spoke to friends about Interstellar What's for sweets that had read about astrophysics, and they said that it is based on science. That this is an actual line of thought or theory. I don't think Annihilation has enough substance to the script to carry it forth. What's a real thing? The, the shimmer that that can. No, occur. no, no. In Interstellar. Oh, <laughs> when he, yeah, Interstellar. I know that's true. Yeah. I've heard people tell me that everyone's got those geek mates who talk to them about. Oh, it's real. But <laughs> shut up. <laughs> but anyway, but we're talking about this and true. If we're going to talk about horror, there's actually some good scary bits in this. Yeah. The crocodile's excellent. Mm. The crocodile looks good and it's scary, but <laughs> then it's just gone. Yeah. It's just like, it was like a video game, this movie. It's like you just got to the next level. Exactly. Oh, now they've found a boat and they get to the next level and then they take on the bear. <laughs> I think it was actually based on Pitfall from Atari 2600. <laughs> I think that was the source material. Tw- yeah, it might have been. <laughs> 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 what a game It is however adapted um, From a novel The first of a trilogy Penned by uh, Jeff Vandermeer um, And the film has actually Been accused of whitewashing Because the Natalie Portman Character In the second book Is revealed to be Of Asian descent So Natalie Portman's Had to come out And defend herself She's quite political She's quite outspoken And she said I had no idea But also What were the other characters She's Do you Jewish. know what I mean? Like yeah. the other characters weren't all white, no. so were yeah, they in yeah. the book? I find sometimes I just think that's a bit. But yeah, I, I, you sort of go back to what you're saying. Like it would have been a stretch to sell this saying that all four of the heroes are all women, you know, and that's going to be the starting point. And one's Asian American and one's black. So do you think? Do you Hispanic. think that's the real reason? That it went straight uh, to Netflix? No, I think probably, maybe, but also I think that if you were the producer of a film like this, thinking, no one's going to watch this anyway, and then they all of a sudden you've got Natalie Portman, it's like, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, maybe. Because Natalie maybe. Portman's just got it sold at least to Netflix, and it's going to have yeah. people watch it because it's the new Natalie Portman film. Yeah. And did you buy into it, Crab? Did you enjoy this? Uh, I think it was better than average. Did you see professional women on screen? Oh, I didn't buy into that. And you didn't well, no, because they didn't. Really you didn't kick relate us. to them. N- no, because this Apparently, isn't a relatable concept. Tick just told like, us that women relate to these. But type this of isn't relatable because it's Jennifer a Jason made up. Lee. 
made up situation. Can you see a little bit of Jennifer Jason Lee in you? She's, I don't even know who Jennifer Jason Lee is. She's the angry one. She's kick ass. <laughs> she kicks ass in everything. Yeah, I liked her character. She's Wait, who are we talking about? She's the older lady. She's the leader. Who's just going the, in there. The oh, she's been stunning for cool. years. On, yeah. yeah, but I um, but I mean, sure, they're relatable, but they go into a pretend situation, so they're not actually relatable. Oh, well, you know what I mean? Like, talk about you that. couldn't imagine a shimmer no, taking over the Great Ocean Road. But is no. it what? I never would you go in? No. Why? Why would I go into that? I think we've had this discussion, Candy, that we want to see the end. Yeah. We want to see all but the this shit. We're ready. The whole concept is that they <laughs> we're go. Ready. They we're ready for it. And I'm, we're waiting for. Some, like, there's, where's the alien invasion? Where's the shimmer? Where's the upside down? We're waiting. Yeah. I would be probed. <laughs> <laughs> if you need to probe someone, I'm here. I'm it. <laughs> That's weird. Ga- it's not weird. Garland has said that he would have done things differently if he knew it was going directly to the small screen. So he would have he would have cast Jean Claude Van Damme <laughs> <laughs> and Dolph Lundgren and Sylvester Stallone <laughs> and um, Rick Moranis, sort of his name is. Moranis. <laughs> what is his name? The Rick wow. Moranis. Oh, we're really peaked out here. Uh, Annihilation. I'll start off. In the in the in the start I'll off. start off in the in the what do we call this? Can review? I just ask you though? Mm. Do you th- before we get to that? Do you think Netflix is damaging cinema in that these <laughs> things aren't being released on the big screen? No. So you don't you don't think that you would have appreciated this film more if you had have seen it in a darkened space with well, strangers? You know what the answer to that's going to be for me. Yeah. I wouldn't have seen it. <laughs> so that's un- that's easy for people who can get to the movies. But no, like if what if they said that it's the same with saying that Spotify, the new album to come out on Spotify is ruining CD or tape sales. Yeah, that, yeah you need okay. to grow up, people. It's, <laughs> you can't live in the past. But do you feel like when you the horse, horse and coach, what yeah. a horse and carriage, the whatever, horse is bolted. They've gone. The you, you, you need a car. <laughs> You've mixed a few uh, metaphors there, I think. Horse and cart. The, like, don't upset the apple cart. That's all of them. <laughs> <laughs> no, Where's but the horse ball But the more cart? people uh, are watching films now on Netflix. So yeah. who would? How many people would have actually gone to see this across Australia or, or the world and seen well, Annihilation? I would like to think that people still go to the movies. They do. Other no, but they go and see movies at ten AM for six dollars. <laughs> but they go and see movies like Cock Blockers. <laughs> I mean, that wasn't a joke. So. No. Yeah, <laughs> that is that it's really does bring you down. What do you think? You think it is ruining cinema? Absolutely. When I watch a film on Netflix, I feel like I'm almost watching daytime television. I'll even check my phone. Is that because you're watching it in the daytime? But your tally's Also, small. put your phone away, mate. That's a, called self-control. Get a Do much you pick your phone tally. up while you're watching a film on Netflix? Depends which film. If it's one of these that you make me watch did sometimes. Annihilation. Did you pick <laughs> it up? I <laughs> can't. <laughs> um, probably because I got bored. Mm. But if it's a good movie, then no. I, I forget my phone exists. Okay, so let's get into our rating system. Before we do, this does pass the Brechtel test. Um, yeah, of course. You won't be surprised to hear that when five of the central lead characters are women and they're dealing with some kind of paranormal activity. There's not so actually ma- many male characters and the ones that are in it are sort of a little bit pathetic. So, but oh, I did like that scene when the intestines yeah, were good. alive. That kind of gave yeah, me a bit of a horror. Cool. But, you know, this is not horror. This is Lomax? sci-fi. This no, is sci-fi with like a that. few scary moments in it. The bear scene is quite confronting. 
and 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 the sound of the bear is excellent. In fact, the soundtrack of this is excellent. The sound design of this is excellent. Oh, really? See, I didn't pick up on that on my small ass. Yeah, I was just bagging you before. You weren't computer. listening to me. I said that if you had a bigger telly, it would feel more cinematic. If, and some of these people, if you go down, you know, some of these like outer eastern suburbs, <laughs> they've got gigantic televisions. It's bigger than my head. Yeah, bigger than where we're recording. Bigger right than your head. <laughs> the, the thing is, I don't have a smart TV. Sorry, someone was being killed outside. In the woodlands. It's a, <laughs> it's the a woodlands. possum. We should probably shut the door. Someone's getting killed out there. Oh, we fucking but we're making a podcast about horror, so shut up. <laughs> All right. So, okay, out of six, Crab. Um, 3.4. Oh, <laughs> that was loud. So that was one beer can, I give that. Um, I'm going to give it 3.4. Yep. yep. I'll I give said it above average, but not great. I'll give it... 3.9. I laughed at times in this film. I did not like this at all. And it has made me laugh some of the things that I've read to really give it credibility. Um, I give this 2.6, which is below par. And I definitely, although I think it should have gone to the cinema, I yeah, would have walked weird. out unhappy. I would have gone. I still would have gone. Would you, though? I like the movies. Yeah, but you haven't no, been to the movies. No, but would you have gone to this? I would have gone to this. Do you not find that like you go to the movies and then you're that disappointed that you you regret it? But that's when you throw a gobstopper at the uh, yeah. You're who Jaffa? Who buys gobstoppers? Can you still anymore? get Jaffas? Yeah. yeah. Oh, they're can Maltesers still, now, aren't they? In my no, day, you can also get Jaffas. Really? Jaffas and Maltesers of course are different you can. things. Well, if you're out there listening, if anyone's listening now, let us know if you've you know got Jaffas. Bought Jaffas. <laughs> And just like women, not all sweets are the same. <laughs> oh my god! Anyway, anyway, what did you give it? One point. Nah, seven. two point low. Two point low. No, I was disappointed. Now uh, is that a two? What did you just give it, Candy? Six, Three point nine. I liked it. I, I liked it. Yeah. yeah, I love sci-fi. This is more sci-fi. Oh, than you I do like that sci-fi. Last twenty minutes would have been like a good uncle film clip where she was dancing with yeah. herself. What's yeah, yeah. uncle? That's, oh. a, that's another podcast. Candy will talk about all music. about it. I do like them, but I, I also it is they it's aliens, isn't it? No, and isn't she? What was I she gets cloned? This will become the trilogy. They will make the trilogy. But I, I thought the thing. I thought at the very start, didn't you see something land in? Something has come. Something's from come from outer space, here. and that there when? is some kind of alien. When did that happen? Mutating. And now she's been in. Do you know the funny? I'll just tell you a very quick story. Not as funny as the last podcast, but I watched this movie and then there was about 45 seconds ago. I thought, oh, I don't want to watch anymore. And I turned it off. Yeah. And so I didn't, um, you know, not to, I know this is a spoiler alert, but I didn't watch the last 45 seconds of the film. Yep. And then I was talking did. to a guy at work about it and he said, oh, hey, what do you think of the ending? And I was like, oh, I didn't, I, I stopped it. So I had to go back and watch it. Probably not even the last... I probably missed the last 18 seconds of it. And <laughs> then I realised, yeah. yeah, she's got that little shimmer. Yeah. So she, I thought she was now a clone. Like an, like yeah. The, yeah. So her real self has been left behind and yeah. she is yep. now, yeah. And the, she's evil. Well, we don't well, know. I don't know if it's evil. I think she's evil. The, but the damage can be done because she doesn't have a kind of conscience. Yeah. Yeah. And that's... And her husband's the same. And that leads us a little bit into the next film that we're going to talk about. Yes, this must be honeymoon. It's honeymoon. So we're going to talk about <laughs> probing and we're going to talk about losing your own identity. So we didn't get a regular wedding cake. We decided on something that was special for us mm-hmm. instead. I love you, honeybee. 
So this is the famous family cottage. Do you like it? Here's what I see. The woods. A lake. No one around. B? This isn't funny. B? Please! B! You okay? I couldn't find you. I was basically walking. I'm fine. How's my little zombie face this morning? I made the coffee. I could be human. What's going on with you? You feel distant, different. Did something happen in the woods? They're mosquito bites. They don't look like bug bites. You're acting crazy. You should leave. He's not safe. What's going on? We need to leave. You can't. Where did you put the keys? Where are the keys? Who's out there? Are we shining the light? I want to protect you. Where is my wife? You look like her, but you're not her. Something bad happened to me. Something bad happened to me in the woods. This one's uh, directed by Lee Janaik, and it's a sickly sweet pair of newlyweds who have their post-wedding bang fest interrupted by strangers in the night, intent on doing some poking and prodding of their own. I feel like there's a theme tonight. Probing. Poking and prodding. And women. <laughs> Look. Which is actually the, the theme. I'll kick this off. <laughs> Isn't that the theme? Women. Yeah. We're talking about we're, yeah, and and honeymoon uh, is directed by, by a man, a woman. Is it? Well, it's the first one was a man. The first one. The first movie was directed by yep. a man. Oh no, Featured this is women. a woman. Lots of women this is it. a woman behind this is the scenes. Dr- oh, yes, female director. Sorry. And yeah. we have this the lead. Um, I, th- I believe she's in Game of Thrones. Is she? You would know that crab. I don't know. I've never seen an episode television. of Game of Thrones. Why would you think I've watched that? I get them all mixed up. Those medieval. I don't watch any medieval series. stuff okay. or sci-fi. Those Look, two are off my like agenda. Black Adder. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I'll kick this one off. Initially, I wanted these two people to die. I wanted them to die horribly. It was like watching two people demonstrating their PDAs all day. But when shit starts to hit the fan, it got my attention. Um, when the wife starts to lose her identity and starts to try to refresh who she is and then you know she's had that encounter in the woods she's being found naked it did remind me of the the tree rape scene in evil dead but with a bit more of like a serious tinge and that idea of alien abductions and kind of polluting the mind i kind of got pulled into this one well this is to me this is just a remake of like invasion of the body snatchers um, or the thing from outer space. Those those films where, in this, it doesn't reveal what it is, but something has come to Earth again, and it 
takes over us and we become controlled by something else or it clones us. So I, even though this one doesn't really... Or actually, it does because it's inside her. Yeah. There's like some growth inside her and that has taken over her body. Her, yeah. yeah, you take over. Um, this is... Oh, I don't try to give it away too early, but this is good. You this enjoyed this. Is, yeah, this is excellent. This, this screened at the film festival a few years ago, and I think on initial viewing, I was kind of like, eh, but revisiting it, I kind of enjoyed it. Oh, you, this is the second time you've seen it. This is the second time, yeah. What did you think, Crap? Um, I agree with you. I hated it at the beginning. Yep. It was like really awkwardly scripted, and I hated them both. Yeah. No, I didn't like any of it. But as soon as they went to dinner... Okay. And saw her old oh, yeah. friend and that all got really weird. You're like, something cool's happening here. And then they went home and they were lovey-dovey again. You're like, just, oh. You two obviously have never been in love. It's just kind <laughs> of... So you, just don't, you can't relate to people who are married. That's what it is. When you're, I've been on a honeymoon. It wasn't my own, but I went... No, I have been on a honeymoon and, you know, you <laughs> just... Did anyone get abducted? I don't think I may have for a while, but that was probably me at the bar. Someone spiked my drink. If you're in a, if you're in a like a Paris bar, which one? You just you get abducted easily. <laughs> but I, I, you know, I don't. I didn't hate all that. So that stuff. didn't That's annoy you, you at all. No, not oh. at all. In fact, I liked them. I really liked those characters. They were good. I, I mean, obviously, you watching anyone passion make out and be that lovely. No, is it annoying. wasn't even that. It was the way they talked to each other. Uh, yeah, and I agree with Crab. Their characters weren't really. There was no arc until they met other people. Yeah, they were very and, plain. Yeah, and then I could understand, oh, he's feeling a sense of jealousy, but he doesn't want to ruin things. Yeah. So I was like... I think it's called character development. Is that what they do? Not mm. sure. Is that what they do in films? <laughs> I had a big, big issue with this movie, though. Okay, go for can it. I just, can, uh, can I just interrupt there? No. And I want to hear all about this. <laughs> but we must reiterate to the viewers, and I didn't do this in the introduction, but Crab is not... A horror fan, no, and is almost is, is cinema novice. She hasn't seen any cinema horror movies. Cinema novice. Uh, I'm no, getting okay. That's a bit of a stretch, but like I like a good rom com. <laughs> but we're really trying. You didn't know my Silence of the Lambs. I watched it not image. long ago, though. We are really trying to. Drag <laughs> and it came out in 1991. Crab through the mud. We're we're trying to really damage her psyche. Um, I'm not sure if this film will do it, but no. Oh, this film didn't do it, but it is creepy though. Well, again, there's some creepy moments, and you have told us before that you like things that are more realistic. It's not realistic getting probed by an alien. No, I know, but even out of your vagina. But, but even just <laughs> <laughs> that's true. But being, but you know, just being out in the the woodlands, uh, and when they're cro- when he's looking even. for her, and oh, that was cool. And in the in so the cabin itself, until the scary. whole alien stuff happened, yeah. it was very good. It's, and then it's even a long walk home from Rustica. You don't know what can happen <laughs> in that, you know. Down the street. Now people know where I live. Oh well. No, it's longer. actually it's a chain. You don't know which rust uh, to go. Well, anyway, can I make my point? Please. That's what we're here for. Crab the men Is are it? speaking. You keep <laughs> 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 Should we rename this podcast? <laughs> All right. So well, let her have a go. It's women in horror. Fancy her wanting to uh, have a voice. I'll come back later. No, no, sorry, sorry. <laughs> we're just teasing. The main character looked, especially in the boat scene at the end. Eerily like my older brother, like so much so oh. that I couldn't. I, it was just too much, and I thought someone Which was one, killing my guy? brother. But he the looks, main he guy looks like Cat Stevens. No, my, that's my little I brother. I really liked you. Rue's younger. Oh. <laughs> what? Because I know. He Pat just looks dropped so my brother's name. No, my oldest one. You haven't met yet. 
Oh, there's another one. There's and, one uh, in fact, in the basement. I even <laughs> sent a Snapchat of what was happening on the screen to his wife to say your husband is in a movie. He, it was weird. He's excellent in this. He was very really good like in that him. scene too, in the boat scene. I just thought I he was good, and he he deals with the this nuttiness really yeah. well. The acting unraveling is very it. Yeah, the un- acting yeah, is good. Is. The tension is good. As you know, I've said this a few times. I do like horror films, and not <laughs> many horror films are scary anymore. And this one has moments where you're like, "That is creepy." Well, he's yeah. in Fortitude, which is the best television series. Oh, you keep saying yeah, that. You yeah, have, he's you in still haven't watched so it's worth it. Revisiting. <laughs> Go on, Crabby. Oh, that was it. I, it really affected my ability to enjoy it because I was so creeped out had, by it. Well, I was like, the, what? One, the greatest scene in this film, and this <laughs> is going to be a massive so. spoiler, yeah. is when he gets thrown overboard. Which oh. is like my brother's Creepy. being murdered. Yeah, well, that's well, horrible. That's, why that'll, why that'll, that's I, the I was thing like, of what? nightmares. But yeah. it's not him. What? So you could have, you, you know, that that's not your brother. Yes. Oh, I do, but it was all very... But I like that you're immersed. I like that you're involved. I like that you're not checking your phone. Oh, so that's good. Don't give me that. You just said that you check your no, phone. No, that's why I find it hard to watch films on computers. Okay, all right. But um, that, that is like dealing with someone that is insane. Like you're trying yeah. to reason with them. Don't throw me overboard. Don't put me at the bottom yeah. of the sea to hide yeah. me. Yeah, I thought it's, that scene was very good. Yeah, I think that really got me involved. I also, when I, f- I didn't realise until it was over, that there's really only four characters in the whole yeah, movie. And only, yeah. Which is very clever. It's, and yeah. two really carry And cheap. Yeah. And you know my gripe with this. What? I don't know who decided to dress oh, that pale <laughs> skin girl in those pastels and those light colours. Uh, really mm. played is, with um, me. Hold on, I, let me Google it. it. I wonder if there's costume design. No, it, 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 it's to play up the blood. Is like it? When the blood splatters, it, you're supposed to see it clearly. Oh. Which raises your point of discussion. Would you pull that thing <laughs> yeah. out of your wife's vagina? Yeah. Are you? Who are you asking? <laughs> well, yeah. Costume design. Courtney Arthur is who well, you're I, talking yeah. about. I, didn't, I don't but think that, she did a great job. Okay. Um, so the answer to that question is, I, I I'm not going to have a wife. So well, we'll say rephrase the question. Say it's your husband. But out of his bum hole. I think. <laughs> oh Christ! <laughs> it grows. I reckon I no like <laughs> as a woman. There's been issues with tampons and menstrual cups. I reckon you'd give it a go. You'd pull that. If it was someone we that just you got loved. an M rating on uh, <laughs> iTunes. <laughs> Why? Because yeah. of the word menstrual I cup. Think so, we, yeah. Also, yeah, we also we also get to talk about women, all right? Just keep it clean. Um, I think <laughs> I would give it a go if it was someone I loved. I'd pull bits out of them. Easily. Why not? Well, you've pulled. No, you. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't played the role Move. of the midwife. Would we know you? that you don't <laughs> like midwives. Oh, You've already revealed about, that the first episode. You're talking about babies being born. Babies being born. Yeah, but, yeah. This, that made, but babies about? being born is far worse than this. <laughs> <laughs> we should maybe pitch a film of someone actually oh, giving birth on your doorstep. That would just be a horror in itself. Look, would you I do, like this would, movie. I'm going to say that before, I... Hold on. Would yeah. you pull something out of your wife's vagina, Christopher? I'll get down and dirty. Like, I... Get in there. 
I'll get him deep. Especially if you think this is something that <laughs> Jesus, what was that? it got it got it's got bad. You went Paisley girls. Holy! Set the, the, right, you didn't like her dresses. Let's just, let's just rate it's it. It's got sexist all of a sudden. But no, oh, like, if it's something that you love, we we set up that they, he loves her. He, he's trying to make this work. It's obviously a bit awkward. Everyone is you know married. It's still a bit awkward the first time you're actually married. Uh, that he tries to deal with it, and then he sh- it's a to bit watch awkward when you. Married, yeah. I mean, especially if they're new, and they're meant to be young. I think they're young, newlywed, and they don't seem to have every, like their family's blessing. They've kind of, it's uh, that's what I got. This so picture. they're still having sex with um, each other. Yeah, they but still the, like. I mean, these days and age when people get married, they've been together for, they've lived together yeah. for fifteen years and have two kids before they get married. But so on your honeymoon, I don't, you just want yeah, to sleep. So I think in uh, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Whereas I think in this move, this is this is more like they seem to be like twenty three and twenty one years other, or something. Yeah. So they're all over each other, but they're still sort of getting to know each other. Do you think they were Christians? <laughs> Mm. I don't think so. They and I'm offensive. How's that offensive? The no, I just mean that they didn't have sex before marriage, which is why they were no, so ridiculously so. gross. <laughs> I don't think so. I think that's Greeks. What? <laughs> You're going to have to cut that out. No, I'm not. That was... Why would you? Don't... <laughs> no. My mum might listen, listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> We've been talking about bums. I don't condone their behaviour. Proctology. Yeah. Crab does but not I, condone the point, this behaviour. The point we're making there, if you did love her and you think that there's something in her vagina that is making her act <laughs> fucked, then you're going to go up there like like a calf being born. Have you seen when, Have you seen a calf being born? It's just disgusting. Like the 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 farmer gets inside of it. it. Yeah, it has to do it. Yeah, but what like you can dislocate react? a shoulder. I I must hand it to this uh, male character in this. He sticks around oh, for a does. very long time. Yeah, because if, if she was acting that weird, it's easy just to say, oh, "I'm out oh, of here." No. Annulment. Yeah, <laughs> it's over. I'm out. Lucky we signed the. No, no, I thought it was good. I thought it was a bit scary. I thought this is this is probably even scarier than annihilation. Yeah. Um, and as as a. Re- I'll probably give it one point better than the oh. the other one. So four. Oh wow! Four. Well, yeah. I gave the last one th- no, three point nine. So I'll give this one four. So I enjoyed. Uh, yeah. Honeymoon was good. I must also just quickly say that I did get about forty minutes into the wrong honeymoon, which is also <laughs> on Netflix. There's another. Which is a real brutal, well? a real no, brutal gore porn sort of uh, film. Oh, so that was your wedding. He video. locks. <laughs> he locks up a woman underneath. I think it's in another language. I don't know. Serbian. Maybe it's like the Serbian <laughs> film. And so I'm thinking, geez, this is a bit, this is a bit confronting and different to what I've read in the uh, rundown of what this film's about. <laughs> yeah. And then I realised there's two films on uh, Netflix. One's called Honeymoon, and the other one's called Honey Moon. And the, and the image that uh, accompanies his film is her staring directly at the frame, uh, not in distress, kind of just muted. That- but so that's the one if you look. And this for didn't it. get released at the movies, at the cinema. No, it, didn't, it didn't get a release here, no. Crab. Um, what did I give it? Three and a half. Oh, you enjoyed it as well. So you enjoyed it. Oh, uh, yeah, just the ending, just the end, three quarters. You enjoyed the end, three quarters. Yeah. When they killed <laughs> the your brother. End. Wait, the end, two <laughs> thirds. No, the bit I'm when out. they didn't the kill your brother. The last two thirds. Don't dip your foot into maths. I'm good at it. I, I can know, but you just got to know your limitations. Eighty percent of the time, you are good at it. A hundred percent of the time. <laughs> the first time I saw this, I was like one point nine, and when I come back to it, three point three. Oh, so I think I've grown. Better. You should person. watch it again. Yeah, might get to four point yeah. seven. I might make this. Well, I gave it four out of six, which is uh, that means I like this film. Because most three. of the movies, That's if you go bad. back in our other podcasts, which are still available online and on and you links through, most. most. Yeah. Oh, that last episode, I thought you were gonna. That was shit. Suicide because they were shit films, and um, 
you shouldn't like them. What yeah. did you give it, Chris? This one. Uh, oh, you said, said it. 3.9. I tuned no, out. No, 3.6. 3.3. I hope that's different what you said. I bet it's different. Nah, that's the gin talking. <laughs> and we do need a sponsor, so if there are any gin companies Beef eater. <laughs> the Four Pillars in, in wherever that is. Four Pillars. Are we'll we drink that if you sponsor us. We've got Lone Wolf down the street. Lone Wolf. We'd no. like Archie. Archie Rose. Archie Rose. I was going to say Archie Roach. No, he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> but didn't he die? Archie Roach. That was mini me. I think he did. He did die. <laughs> Archie Roach is still playing music. Is he a soccer player? Archie Roach is a... <laughs> <laughs> You're both offensive. No. Guys. You two have gone too far. Uh... All right, let's move on. Anyway, that film fails the Brechtel test because simply... It's... There's only two characters. That's right. Do they not talk to each other? Uh, no, they don't. Uh, the, huh. the... Two oh, women. Oh, egos never... talk to each other, yeah. Okay. But we yeah, can see why it's still been selected here because the female character probably has 50% of the script. And it's directed by a female. Oh, and it's directed by a female. And yep. it's on Netflix, so it was easy to watch. Um, the next up is The Descent. Just okay. Give me a smile. Gino, you know, are you sure we're going the right way? I've never been lost in my life. <laughs> <sighs> There's only one way out of this chamber, and that's down the pipe. I'm stuck! I can't breathe! Okay, Sarah, you have to calm down. I'm coming, I'm coming back! Okay? Okay. Okay, move! Now! Now! Oh, Neil Marshall's The Descent. A group of female adventurers descend into the depths of an uncharted cave system, as well as their psyche, before they are forced to fight for their survival in the presence of subterranean meanies. If there's two words that I love together, subterranean meanies. <laughs> Grabby. Um, Come on, I don't grab. actually have a lot to say about this. Oh. I, like, it's a good movie, but I'm... Extremely claustrophobic, so I did not enjoy it at all. <laughs> but don't don't you like the emotional response that you had to it as a result? I did. I like sitting there going, no, 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 no. So when you watch a romantic comedy and 
shit hits the rocks and things start going bad. And you but think, you know it's gonna I hope they get back well, together. If you go into a cave, you know it's going to get cramped. No, not necessarily because it was quite wide and spacious at the beginning. <laughs> and they kept the, telling me that it was opening. like... For vis- for tourists, it wasn't going to be scary, and then suddenly it's scary. Anyway, would you let's ever move go on. camping? Uh, caving? camping? <laughs> no. Camping's fucking oh, yeah. I'd go caving if I knew it was a lot of space and you're in and you're out, but not like that. No so way. So you'd walk under a ledge. But they, yes. they're not in. The, they're not in the cave that she. That's the whole point. They don't yeah, go they to the one where she says she one. takes them to another anyway, one. Which is uncharted. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. <laughs> um, I also am not a huge fan of movies where everything's dark. I thought, gonna say, I thought you were going to say. I thought you were going to say when it's all women, because <laughs> <laughs> it's another um, film with all women. Even though a male director, a director who I think has just gone fallen off the map. He well, Neil Marshall was a. The, he was the superstar. He was the, the shining mic. light. Yeah, and now he's gone into television. Yeah, he television has. has swallowed another uh, hero. So he's ma- is he producing or something? Maybe he's just making Game of Thrones. Is that what episodes he's doing? here and there of things. He. That's where the money is. You, you know what I think of this film, so. No, we'll, we'll, we'll I don't think Australia does. Crab, crab, give it. Come on. Oh, so I don't have like a lot else. I think the, the the monster things were really well done. Hang Felt on, hang on, skim. hang on. Don't skim. Oh, the dark. Did you watch it in the dark? Uh, no. Daylight. That's why you couldn't see because you had the reflection coming through the window. It wasn't like light, light. It's Melbourne. It was dark. Were you on your hammock? No. When you took the bins out later that night, did you think, <laughs> Jesus, I hope there's not one of those. I actually watched The Descent 1 and 2 straight after. Yeah. So we'll talk about The Descent What a later. grouse night. Descent 2, I should say. But I, did look, I, I didn't mind it. I'm not saying it was bad. It just wasn't for me. Someone's when phone you went to the toilet that night, did you think, Jesus, a bit cramped in here? Someone's phone's gone. This room's no. a bit smaller than I would like it Not to at be. all. No, that, no. No. No? Like, the monsters were pretty scary. But I kind of feel like it just got a bit old. Like it was the same thing. The monsters attack them. They kill a monster. Then they get quiet again. They go somewhere else. And then someone steps on a stick and it breaks. And then they get attacked again. And they fight the monster. And then they kill the monster. Then they go to the next room and it happens again. Can like you write all this down? Because this sounds like <laughs> an awesome synopsis for yeah. the film. Because I would fucking watch that. Whatever you are talking about. And the about. stick and is genius. Episode, yeah, I know. Anyway, I thought it was... It was it was good. I would suggest you go and watch it. Yes. But I didn't... It wasn't amazing. Talking about clunky, though, the only part of this movie that isn't awesome is at the start when they're in the the, the hut or well, they start to get to know each other. The direction's a bit sloppy. It's You don't know exactly who's who. You don't, It doesn't set up the characters very well, which what? makes it a little bit difficult to know who's being killed. But yeah. the fact is, who cares? I understand you, what you're you saying, You know they're Candy, getting killed. And on first viewing, which we saw yeah. at, the, at MIF, yeah. I thought that as well. That took me right out of it. It was like, again, I don't like any of these characters, but I understand what Marshall's trying to do. Yeah. We're, we're trying to feel sympathy. Sarah's been through this tragic situation. Her friends are trying to help it. Also, character named Sarah. I, yeah. My name's Crab. Oh, I thought you might have a connection. <laughs> <laughs> but I think this film, much like, I guess, From Dust Till Dawn, could just be a film that doesn't feature monsters. It could just be yeah. a, a, Course. a caving well, film. Well, I was petrified before yeah, the monsters arrived. Exactly. I'm pretty sure they made a film called The Cave, which came out about exactly the same time, but which is think, pretty much the think, same. Do you but think it, he got wind and went, fuck about monsters They did. They in. shelved one of them. But that, does, then the, that has a monster in it, but that monster's more like the creeper out of Jeepers Creepers. I can't remember. Like and then there was another film, like an Australian film, which also about caving. 
Yeah, that was... Based on a true story where they get trapped down in the cave and they can't get out. There's no monsters. That had something to do with James Cameron. And that was... Out of those three films... What was that? The cave's good. Yeah, the cave is good. But the descent holds up. Oh, yeah. I, I... I would love this to become a franchise. In fact, there's a Facebook page that is basically petitioning to get part three made. Oh. I if, would love to see this continued. But also, if you think about things, a film like Annihilation, which has these strong female characters and brave female characters, this is female characters kicking ass. Mm. And that, I mean, it's 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 kind of tongue-in-cheek a little bit, The Descent. Uh, but... It's set, there's different sections of this film partly like the start was it's all scary because of how tight it is and all those mm. bits getting through there I mean that is disgra- disgusting to watch that stuff you start sweating when you watch this movie because you think mm. how you can't turn around you're stuck yeah and that is unless you are a mental person that is everyone's greatest I fear I love caving but I could Ooh. never enter the confines that they do. No, that is real tight. But can Even I just filming in- that would have been tough. Can I just tough. intervene with what you're saying here? Because Neil Marshall actually came out and said that these characters get so badass that the monsters are actually the victims. Yeah. They're in their own terrain. They just want to feed. They just want yeah, to mind their right. own business. And these women come down and start beating the shit out of them and taking out all their guilt and their grief and their kind of life problems. They get real tough. And they they get like Rambo, don't they? Yeah, and he said that, you know, who are you so, supposed to sympathise with here? Yeah, that's it's true. kind of like hunting the great white in many ways. Yeah, it is also quite terrifying. <laughs> it is. There are some moments, and we will talk about the moment. <laughs> oh, the video camera. When they have the video camera, mm-hmm. Crab, how did you feel about when the camera shifted around and it was standing <laughs> over the shoulder? They referred to as crawlers, I think, over the shoulder, just peering down at her. Didn't that happen a few times? Yeah, but at the very start, like the very, like, very first, the first time one, you one, see one. Full, yeah, no, there are some that massive scares. Like it was I, terrifying. Because what Candy over here, we saw it at the Regent <laughs> Theatre when they were using oh, the Regent for myth. He screamed. Oh, that <laughs> was <He> screamed. <laughs> it was a man scream, but it was a scream, and then he backed it up with. Holy shit! <laughs> Just to cover himself. Oh, it was good. He then. I love that. That that scene particularly is excellent. And we will talk about part two, but it really cashes in on that scene as well in part two. Yeah. But look, the I... noise. Sorry, the noise they make is the worst thing. Oh, yeah. absolutely. I, when they do the really crazy scream. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh. But the, I think the creature design is really good as well. Yeah, it, is. it looks good, and it looks like it's actually played by people in suits, yeah. which just makes yeah. it realistic, not just. Not like remember that film I Am Legend, which was awesome, except for ruined by shit CGI. Exactly, and that and th- and this does carry some weight when you have characters like that. You can really buy into it. And what's the what's his name again? The director Neil Marshall. So he made three films: The Descent, Dog Soldiers, and Doomsday. I think Doomsday. The yes. three Ds. And he and made Centurion, them, which is also yeah, stands up quite well. But they and they were just they were all sort of this was a throwback. All three of those films were sort of throwback to old school action or old That's school right. horror. And he, and he showed that he was a genre, a genre fan and he wanted to put that on the screen, which was awesome. They were like all passion projects. So you could see there was an exuberance in the way he made them. This this is an accomplished film. Um, we watched the UK version, which has oh. a different ending to the US version. The US thought that it was a bit too dark. What happened? So basically, you know... And this is spoiler alert. Spoiler in, in the in the original version, 
Uh, you think that she escapes the cave, and then we discover that she's still trapped. Yeah. And she's, and, and a lot of people thought that was a sad ending, but in fact, she's reunited with her daughter, you know, in her grief, in, I can't escape this. If I go back to the real world, I'm never going to be the same. Mm. So down in those depths, at least she can feel she's entered that stage of psychosis. Mm. The US thought, that's too dark. We're going to have her get away. So it basically just cuts with her in the car driving yeah, away. She gets away in that car. She gets oh. away. And that's why The Descent Part 2 works. It works with the US version oh. of her being on the surface. Yeah, there's two. that's right. There's two versions. I think m- that most people will have seen the one where she gets out. Yeah. And she's free. And but in this, they just tacked on that little bit where actually she wakes up. No, she's still in the shit. Yeah. And, but there are, a couple of, there are a couple of fan theories on this film as well that are quite interesting to discuss. A lot of people think that Sarah dies in the car crash at the start. Yes. And then that's all kind of a, a falsehood that doesn't exist dealing with that kind of stasis between heaven and hell for an, what happens when an accident occurs. And then there are other people that believe that there's no monsters in the cave and that she actually just goes on a rampage, mm. that she is psychotic that she can't doesn't really make sense though does it because people die without her even being there well neil marshall in conversations <laughs> and q and a's and you do raise that good point and anyone that's seen hot tension <laughs> will know that they try and get away with that bullshit as well but he doesn't shut that down so it's always good to have fan theories yeah. and maybe interpret it in different ways can i ask a question though do you, do you think the character development was strong enough for her for it to make sense that she hit sorry spoiler alert juno in the leg and took off and left her for dead i that confused me did you know that juno had the affair i assumed but but it never was made very clear but it's just the glances at the beginning when they're on the yeah Yeah. no i knew from then but it wasn't she was never passive aggressive with sarah was never passive aggressive with juno she never really had a go at no one ever really had a go at juno and then suddenly i'm gonna actually essentially murder you yeah. Like, it just seemed a bit far-fetched oh, and I, confused me. But I also... It becomes a survival of the fittest. But it didn't have to. Uh, well, she, she Couldn't almost, they have worked together? Yeah, perhaps. But it, it does advantage her if she can leave some bait behind. Yeah. Mm, I don't think that's what it was. But Look, I actually liked Juno's character much more than Sarah. I actually didn't like Sarah's character which I felt it was hard to engage with her or sympathise with her. And basically the fodder, like, you know, the dispendables that could be killed, I like them all much more. Than, than Sarah. Than the, yeah, than Sarah. Interesting. You didn't feel sorry for her? No, I didn't, because I was never made to engage with her. Because she killed her daughter. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but, but I love in the hospital at the start that has all those horror tropes. That That's has the second back one. Camera. Isn't the second one? No, it's at the no, start. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah sorry. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I know what you're talking about. So the descent, it does pass the Brechtdale test easily. Yep. Easily, yeah. we it's, have. It is. This, if you're, a, I think, if you're a, a woman, yes, or even a girl, you have to see this film. I because think it's so good. This legitimately. Or a caver. I think you need to see it before you go caving. <laughs> <laughs> I can only assume that if I went caving that I'm going to meet some kind of chud. <laughs> chud? <laughs> They're down there, man. Yes. They're down there. I yeah. think this film legitimately has strong female characters oh, yeah. trying to survive. And not Whereas one the of them... the last two... 
were not strong female characters trying to survive. That's right. They really do come into their own and they show that yeah. power of femininity. Um, usually a film like this would have the main caver would be a man. Even if the Sarah character was the same, the Juno character would be a man who's guiding them. Mm. Exactly. And then at least well, one of the, the female... Too, right? At least one of the female... <laughs> um, women down there would have for some reason like found a watering hole and gone swimming naked. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> They're never sexualized. They're never... Nothing like that. No, no, no. no. Even when they fall into the, the swamp of yeah. blood, they're, they're all of a sudden not wearing see-through clothing. Yeah. yeah. But like, if, you, if you believe horror movies, if a woman is walking through the woods in the middle of winter yeah. and it's pitch black and three of your friends have gone missing earlier that night, if she finds a, a lake, she's still going to skinny dip. Exactly. No, 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 she's not. Because in reality, no woman has ever done that. The gratuity was almost a, a way to get green lit. Yeah, absolutely. To in get the 70s and 80s, yeah. To go ahead. Because of the male gaze. Yeah. Uh, Laura Mulvey wrote all about it. it films were made for men. Absolutely. And they yeah. still are. Especially horror. I think especially horror. But gr- growing, growing, growing out <laughs> of that, growing out <laughs> of that, were, were some strong female characters like out of Halloween and Alien and films like this which for no other reason other than just that they were great yeah. had a female protagonist yep. and then this film The Descent I think just puts all of the women as strong female characters yeah Neil Neil Marshall's obviously made a deliberate attempt to make these strong feminist figures but it's also a reflection of society because we have strong feminist figures so even though they're in a cave and they're fighting these big baddies we need these characters in cinema crab what'd you give it um 3.6 uh what is it? the descent oh. <laughs> <laughs> did you just have a micro nap yeah I, I would say it's gonna be in the five probably 5.3 yeah look this is this is awesome this is a film uh, that I can revisit, that I can have a fun time with. I can either just sit down with by myself or have friends over and have beers and pizza and, and fried chicken and lasagna. We could have done that tonight instead of recording a podcast. Yeah, we could have just watched awesome. The Descent 1 and yeah. 2. Yeah. Maybe planned a caving trip. I went to the Cathedral Ranges. Horrifying. Almost died. Why you're is that not, horrifying? You're not a hiker. <laughs> You it, should not go out into nature. I'm I'm giving this a what are we out of six? Yeah, yeah. I'm going to give it a four point eight. What did um, I give it? I forgot. You gave it four. You gave no, it. You gave five. it in the five. In the five. Yeah, it's really good. This is one of the best of the last sort of ten, fifteen years or whatever. All for, right. For so this genre. So I think we might pull up this episode here because we probably bored you guys senseless. But we're going to be back with the second part of our Women in Horror uh, collection. Um, We've got a number of films that we still want to get through. Keep in mind that we've been watching and critiquing and and thinking about this since February. And we'd like to give a shout-out to the the Horror Society of of Melbourne who have been screening films related to Women in Horror. Uh, Also a shout-out to people posting uh, uh, Friday uh, Female Filmmakers, getting behind that. And just... People that are making good content that uh, obviously support women in the industry. So we'll come back for part two of Women in Horror uh, next week and hopefully you'll join us and hopefully there won't be too much prodding and poking. (laughs) Good stuff.